Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Discipleship.ca. My name is Teresa, and with me today is... Steve. Thanks for joining us as we have another discussion with the hope, prayer, and goal of encouraging you in your daily walk of faith and journey towards Christ-likeness as we explore scripture, faith, and the Christian life, as well as talking about what Jesus is teaching us on our own journeys of faith. Today we are in the book of John, talking about the raising of Lazarus. The raising of Lazarus. We, uh, we all face grief and death in our lives, right? That's, mm. that's unavoidable. Given. It's unavoidable. Yeah. It's, we are going to encounter people who um, we care about, we love, we know that pass mm. away. Yeah. Um, and, and it's something that we all have to deal with. Sometimes you get to have seasons of life where that's not a real real common thing yeah. sometimes you go through seasons where more people are passing away than you you care to have to Deal go with. through right mm-hmm. so uh, the cause never really matters it no. doesn't matter the yeah. reason for the death it still always causes pain if you care yeah. about those, those people absolutely and, and you never uh, quite feel ready for it even though it uh sometimes you can see it coming yeah no it's it's even yeah, even if you've got yeah. uh, a long lead up uh, yeah. towards it, um, <clears throat> there was a lady, Corey Tenboom. Mm. Um, some people might know about her. She was uh, um, kind of a hero of the faith through uh, World War Two in yeah. in Germany. Yeah, and in the prisoner uh, of war camp. She talked about God's timing in mm. in her life, and yeah. she used the thing or the thing that was used by God to teach her about timing was traveling on the train with her father. Okay. When she was a I kid. Have, yeah, okay. Right? So he would not give her, and I did the same thing with our kids. Right. Uh, weirdly enough, they're like adults, and I still do the same thing when we're going to a sporting event. I keep the ticket oh. <laughs> until we are right outside the door, and then I hand it to everybody so that, that they true. don't... Lose you it. still do that to the local hockey team games. Yeah, for you and <laughs> for <everybody>, me, <laughs> for everybody. Um, everybody. But the idea was that she was knew that her spot on the train was secure because she was mm. with her father. That's right. And her dad would give her the ticket right before getting on and riding, and okay. she would say, "This is exactly how God navigates us through life. He'll give us exactly what we need for mm. the journey that we're on." The moment that we need Which it. is amazing when you think of like Corey Ten Boom, Elizabeth Elliot, people who underwent extreme suffering yeah. for the sake of Christ. Well, just, you know, for yeah, yeah. for being a Christian and just you know, being who they were. Yeah, and they have, you know, all those moments. And, and then God gives us what we need to navigate the loss, like as we talk about death and loss, mm. which is almost always grace or mercy, right? Yeah. And we need the two of those. Yeah in extra measure as we go through that right at the moment when we need it, but not before. Right. Um, we generally have to kind of navigate through some, some hard days. So with that, right. we are going to look at John chapter 11. Okay. <coughs> Excuse me. Mm-hmm. And we're going to be uh, starting at verse 17 to verse 20. 20? Okay. Now when Jesus came, he found that Lazarus had already been in the tomb four days Bethany was near Jerusalem, about two miles off, and many of the Jews had come to Martha and Mary to console them concerning their brother. So when Martha heard that Jesus was coming, she went and met him. But Mary, Mary remained seated in the house. Yeah, so Lazarus was, was ill. We, cl- clearly, he, something happened. 
he was sick. He, yeah, he something. Had, he he had something that uh, caused him to die. Yeah. And Mary and Martha had asked for Jesus to come. Mm. Um, Jesus was. Jesus delayed his coming. So when it says Mary remains seated in the house, I think she's a bit perturbed. Yeah, we're going to talk about that, right? <laughs> um, Jesus is delayed in getting there. Lazarus dies, and it's been four days. And so yeah, this is pretty hope. This is pretty hopeless. Like yeah. this is dead is dead. Yeah. Right. Um, like you're starting to decay. Three days in the grave, Jesus comes back. Right. Four days in the grave, that's a long time. Uh, most funerals. Well, three days is most, also a long time. But most, <laughs> most funerals and wakes are three days. Yeah, for, yeah, that's you know, There fair. was that period of time that they would wait. Yeah. Um, this is hopeless, right? The tomb has been set. The door has been sealed. The body has been wrapped. Everything is done. Right. Like Lazarus is dead. He's gone. And this is the thing. Mary won't go out to greet Jesus. Mary who sat at Jesus' yeah, feet. So Mary and I was who, just going to say, this yeah. is Mary and Martha. Yeah. Uh, Martha, who was busy working, and Mary, who sat at Jesus' feet, and Jesus said, like, no, it's good that she's here. Like, she was the one that hung yeah. on everything yeah. that Jesus said and all the things that he taught. And in her sorrow and anger, she turned away from Jesus, mm. not mm-hmm. towards him. Yeah. Yes, he came, but she was mad. Yeah. Right? Likely, yeah. Grief-filled yeah. anger. It, yeah. It's a different kind of anger. It's not a rage like, uh, you're, yeah, like you know, a fit of anger, you know, it's the sorrow and the grief and the anger and it all just manifests mm. in the fact that she just would not greet him. Yeah. Um, this is the same person that she would have called rabbi before, yeah. called him a teacher, went everywhere with him. And now in her sorrow and anger, she's turning away, uh, from Jesus, not towards him. Yeah. Right. Uh, and it's Martha who is yeah, going it's, towards it's him. Martha. Um, So now we're going to continue on verses 21 to 24. Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. But even now I know that whatever you ask from God, God will give you. Jesus said to her, your brother will rise again. Martha said to him, I know that he will rise again in the resurrection on the last day. Yeah. Yeah. So Martha right away misunderstands. Yeah, yeah. Well, and and I think most people would at this point. 100%. You're not thinking he's going to live again in this in this world but that he's going to you know live again on the last day yeah exactly so she 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 misunderstands jesus um she wanted lazarus her brother to be healed yes now in life now she knows that he's dead yeah but he will rise again yeah in in eternity right right and uh here jesus is beginning to show that he has power over death Hmm. And nobody is ready for this. Nobody is <laughs> thinking that this yeah, is actually imagine. what's going to happen. No. And and what we want often stops us from seeing what God is really doing. Yeah, that's true. Oftentimes when we're faced with very difficult, traumatic kind of things going on in life, we fixate on the way that we would solve it. Right. Or what we want or from what it. what we would want. Or want to happen in uh, it. Or how we want things to go. Yeah. And we forget that God's at work doing something. Now, I don't we know what that is. We sometimes forget, or maybe we just don't... Um, we just can't process We can't it. fathom it, yeah. right? Because we're just in the dark. We're too deep in yeah. pain. So what we want stops us from seeing what God is really doing. And in this moment, what Mary wanted, or Martha wanted, it is stopping her from seeing what God is doing. 
Yeah. Uh, as she's, he says, he will rise again. And she's like, yeah, I know he will. Yeah, like I know. And Mary isn't seeing what God is doing because she's not even in the, like she didn't even <laughs> she come She didn't out. leave the house. She didn't leave the house. <laughs> she's still sitting wherever she was sitting. Yeah, yeah. And. Uh, Cold shoulder um, maybe. Yeah, exactly. And, and we need to orientate ourselves in those moments where things are really hard to mm. see what God is doing. Um, so and to keep trusting, to trust him and keep our eyes on him, right? That's one thing that Mary was not doing. Yeah. Now, I think in nobody's mind did they ever foresee or even think of what was actually yeah, these, going to happen. These next what verses, happens. These next verses would be... Pretty shocking. Pretty shocking. So John chapter 11, verses 25, all the way to 37. Okay. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, though he die, yet he shall live. And everyone who lives... And believes in me shall never die. Do you believe this? She said to him, Yes, Lord, I believe that you are the Christ, the Son of God, who is coming into the world. When she had said this, she went and called her sister, Mary, saying in private, The teacher is here and calling for you. And when she heard it, she rose quickly and went to him. Now Jesus had not yet come into the village, but was still in the place where Martha had met him. When the Jews who were there with her in the house, consoling her, saw Mary rise quickly and go out, they followed her, supposing that she was going to the tomb to weep there. Now when Mary came to where Jesus was and saw him, she fell at his feet, saying to him, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. When Jesus saw her weeping, and the Jews who had come with her also weeping, he was deeply moved, and his spirit and greatly in his spirit and greatly troubled. And he said, Where have you laid him? They said to him, Lord, come and see. Jesus wept. So the Jews said, See how he loved him? But some of them said, Could not he who opened the eyes of the blind man also have kept this man from dying? So you already have your, your scoffers yeah. already here. Yeah, you already do. You know? And, and this is the people. thing. It's right in this moment, Jesus is claiming power over life and death. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Like he's coming to take care of death in I this do, moment. I do find it interesting how Ma- Martha came out. Like it's clear that Mary and Jesus had their own special relationship, friendship. Because um, Martha came out and said the same thing that Mary said. But when Mary said it and she was crying, it says that Jesus was deeply moved. Yeah. But yeah. not when well, Mary, or that he was Martha. to the tomb, like they, oh, they, that could they be. also mm-hmm. moved to where the tomb was, and so yeah, um, this is that moment. Well, where then Jesus he said, would know. Yeah. but then what? What we need to, what I want us to look at mm-hmm. though, is the crowd that is around. Okay, uh, these are the people that are with Mary, Martha. They would have right. gone through the funeral. They were weeping, so they're they're grieving, they're mourning, they're there. But all of a sudden, something changes, right? And Mary blames. Like, if you had well, been here... both of them. If yeah. you had been here, my brother would yeah. not have died. Mary blames. Martha blames. Yeah, that's right. Some of them are angry. Some mm-hmm. of them are grieved. Some of them are doubting. Yeah. But all of them are misunderstanding. Right. And right. some of them are mocking almost. Like, yeah. oh, yeah. could he not do this? He did that. Why isn't he doing this? You know, like, there's that yeah. attitude. And this is today. Oh, 100%. Right? This is what people do today when they're confronted with the reality of who Jesus is. They generally mm. blame him for something. Yeah. They get angry about something that yep. didn't go the way they want. Yep. They're grieved because they didn't understand and they don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. They doubt, so they don't do anything. But yep. most just don't understand mm. who Jesus is and what he was doing. And what his purpose is. And what, even exactly. now in our lives, we and so, miss it. So these people are there to help us to understand this is how... This is how people respond to Jesus. 
the one who has power over life and death. Yeah. Right. And right. he's about to actually show them like this yeah. is. And like how many real. people are here, do you think? Like it's just the city of city, the town of Capernaum. Like who were. Yeah, it, would, it was a port. It's the port city, if I remember right. I was like, I don't um, know. So, I mean, it Does wouldn't it be say? like, we're not talking millions, but we're, we're back in the day. It was. A Bethany. Bethany. Well known. It was. Right. You know, it was it was one of those places. Mm-hmm. Um, so there would be enough people around. That the, it would be a big deal, right? Yeah, so, yeah. but the story continues. John 11, chapter 11, verse 38 to 44. Then Jesus, deeply moved again, came to the tomb. It was a cave, and a stone lay against it. Jesus said, Take away the stone. Martha, the sister of the dead man, said to him, Lord, by this time there will be an odor, for he has been dead for four days. Jesus said to her, Did I not tell you that if you believed, you would see the glory of God? So they took away the stone, and Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. I know, or I knew that you always hear me, but I said this on account of the people standing around, that they may believe that you sent me. When he had said these things, he cried out with a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. The man who had died came out, his hands and feet bound with linen strips, and his face wrapped with a cloth. Jesus said to them, unbind him and let him go. Yeah. I so, think he would smell bad. Would he? I don't know. I would his linens would. If he's not dead anymore, so <laughs> could know. Jesus not make it so that it didn't smell? Well, absolutely he could have. Like, but did he? I don't know. doesn't say, oh, and he still stunk of death. And everyone uh, left. Death didn't, death didn't cling to him anymore. Mm, yeah, maybe. This, this is the... Same with Jesus, like the foreshadowing. Yeah, right? Now, this idea that death is the great equalizer is something mm. that we live with. Right. Except for this moment. Right. right. I mean, Lazarus still would have died. Oh, he's going to die, yeah. A physical death. He, he is literally, he is, he is yeah. going to die twice. <laughs> um, Weird, right? Yeah. So <laughs> he, he's going to be walking around in heaven going, hey, how many times did you die? <laughs> how many times uh, did you? But then you have you? like, you? who is it? Elisha? <laughs> or, yeah. you know, I forget which one. Elijah? Elisha? Yeah. I didn't die. <laughs> Enoch? I didn't die. <laughs> But he's like, I got you. I got both of yours. Yes, <laughs> so, <it's> fair. <laughs> but death is a great equalizer, right? We all have to deal with it. But here, Jesus shows that in him, we don't have to die. Hmm. With him, hmm. we, we actually don't have to die. He hasn't even gone to the cross yet. No, that's he right. He hasn't even, the resurrection he's has not happened. pointing to it, but they just don't get it. He is showing them, yeah. I, full stop, yeah. death doesn't stop what I'm doing. Right. And nobody gets it. No. Well, and how could you? Most of the time when you hear this being taught in churches, we don't get it. Yeah, that's right. Jesus is literally at this, in the middle of the Mm. book of John is saying, death will not stop what God wants done. Right. Right. Right? Yeah. And this is, this is something that it, it, it should foreshadow what is going to happen with Jesus. Yes. But it doesn't. Right. Um, For us, we're all going to die unless Jesus comes back. Right. That's right? right. So currently in the world, if Jesus was to come back, you know, eight billion ish people right. aren't dying. Like we will go through history not dying. Mm-hmm. So suddenly, Enoch and Elijah. You know, they're, <laughs> they're not, not so they're cool, not so are cool. they? There's going to be billions <laughs> of us. There's going to be billions. They're uh, just the first. It was cool if, to be the if first. If Jesus comes back, or we're going to die. Right. Well, either, either way, when Jesus, Jesus does. Yeah. Now that grave should have smelled. Uh huh. Things should have been nasty. Like when something dies, it smells. Right. It like would have been like you know, and Jesus does have to tell them like unwrap this guy because the linens would have been like unbind he would have been, him. He like would have been wrapped <laughs> up like a mummy he kind can't of deal. Move. 
And but yeah, the thing the to picture. see here in this last little bit, this this section, is how Jesus prayed out loud. It was so people right. could hear yep. him pray to God. And this is reflecting the glory of God. Yeah. It's not Jesus doing some trick. It's not a bait and switch where it's, hey, look over here and you know, you get a look alike guy coming out. It this is Right. The loud the the out loud prayer, the loud command for Lazarus to come out, and this miracle reflects God's glory to the people so that they could know hmm. that he actually cares about their day to day every bit of life every part of what right? they like do there's yeah. everything that is in here and this is this is in the midst of all of our grief as we deal with loss is to remember hmm. death is not the great equalizer mm-hmm. jesus has power over that right um if you know the person who who you're grieving uh who has died if they are in christ it's yeah. not over no right we get to live in that world where where Martha at the start said, oh, I know that they're going to be yeah. in eternity. Yeah. Um, but we can know that. Yeah. yeah. And that does, I think that should give us great comfort. I yeah. think it's when we lose sight. Uh, I mean, we're still going to hurt. We're still going to miss them every yeah. day. Uh, yeah. That doesn't change because um, your life has changed. But um, when we lose sight of eternity, that the goal isn't heaven anymore, that your goal, everything is here now on earth. Yeah. When that, when, as a Christian, when we lose sight of that, um, that's when I think that it's easy to get led astray and easy yeah. to get lost up in the anger and the hurt and the, because I think we can be confused and we can ask questions for sure. Yeah. But um, when we realize and remember that to be with Jesus is our whole goal, yeah. that heaven is our whole goal and not here, that this is a place that we are just passing through. Yeah. Um, and when, gives us when you've got, when you've got people who are in faith and we know that there's the eternity to come, um, this should give us an urgency for those people that we're not so yes, sure about yes. to, mi- to do our to best to them. show them mm-hmm. uh, the truth that is found in Jesus, that he has the power to overcome death. The power of life and death, yeah. He, you know, he has the power to give life for eternity. Mm-hmm. Um, so we need to make sure that that's... That we're sharing you know, that. Sharing that, that truth. Uh, we've got two more verses here okay. at the end, verse 45 and 46 of chapter 11. Many of the Jews, therefore, who had come with Mary and had seen what he did, believed in him. But some of them went to the Pharisees and told them what Jesus had done. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, the tattlers. They go tell tell on Jesus. Uh, When God does amazing things, people will respond. Yeah. And they either respond with faith. Right. Or they respond with fear. And I think, yeah, absolutely. I totally agree with that. Right? So some will respond with faith where they look at it and go, what an amazing thing that God has done. And they respond. And they believe. And they believe. Others respond with fear going, we don't understand this. Yes. And we don't want to comprehend it. We don't want to wrestle through this. We're just. We're scared of it. We're just going to try to get rid of it. Right? And so they respond with fear. And here's my question for us today as we kind of come to the end is, when you see Jesus, um, mm. and when everyone that you know sees Jesus, everybody is going to respond. Right. Um, in this life, we have an opportunity to respond in faith. That's right. Um, we still have that opportunity. We still have That's that right. opportunity. So that should that should change the way we function as far as how we live our lives. The mm. the the commitment, the diligence, the the fervor with which we commit to our faith. Right. Um, but it should also 
uh, change the way that we share the truth about who Jesus is, right? Mm, um, that's a, yeah, absolutely. You know, we want we want people to know who he it is. Should be an urgency um, almost because there is that great equalizer coming, mm. which is the end of the days that we get on this earth, which is going to come either by death naturally, right? Um, you know, as our life comes to its end, we will die, or Jesus will return, and then we're out of time. Anyways, also, right. right? Yeah, yeah. So either way, there's the question a is when when you see Jesus or when people that you know see Jesus, how will you respond? Mm-hmm. Uh, which way will we run? Will we run with fear, faith towards Him, or with fear away from Him? That's good. Well, thanks for joining us for our conversation today, guys. If you have enjoyed the podcast, you can always subscribe, leave a like or comment on our social streams, or even tell others about us. We appreciate any help in getting connected to people who are interested. As always, you can find us online at discipleship.ca and on Facebook and Instagram. Have a great day, and I hope you can join us next time. Till next time.